Session 386 Chapter 3 Verse 52 A Continuation فَلَمَّا أَحَسَّ عِيسَى مِنْهُمُ الْكُفْرَ قَالَ مَنْ أَنْصَارِي إِلَى اللَّهِ قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُّونَ نَحْنُ أَنْصَارُ اللَّهِ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَاشْهَدْ بِأَنَّا مُسْلِمُونَ And when Jesus sensed their faithlessness, he said, Who will be my supporters toward God? The disciples said, We will be supporters of God. We believe in God, so be our witness that we submit to Him. Chapter 3, verse 52 Prophet Jesus' mission was to deliver God's message to the Israelites. The heavens usually intervene with a new message only when the society is mired in corruption. The Israelites at the time of Jesus were no exception. Many of them had abandoned the Torah and enriched themselves by transgressing over the weak and the poor. Naturally, those were the same people who viciously opposed Jesus' message. Thus, the call to faith necessitates a battle and requires sacrificing the precious, whether in wealth or in life. From the moment Jesus began preaching, he was alert to those who were displeased with the call to justice. Often the signs of displeasure are subtle and have to be spotted by an acute observer. He, peace be upon him, wanted to bring together a group of the faithful who could carry the torch of God's message. Jesus did not call specific individuals by name. Instead, he called for supporters who were ready to sacrifice for God's cause. God says, and when Jesus sensed their faithlessness, he said, Who will be my supporters toward God? Take note of the accuracy of Jesus' call when he specified, Who will be my supporters toward God? Making the goal very clear. In other words, he asked for help in reaching Allah while leaving the whims of this world behind. The goal was not victory, money, or status. It was Allah and Allah alone. We find a similar example in what happened between our beloved Muhammad and the men of Medina during their pledge of allegiance in Aqaba. The messenger, peace be upon him, asked, Would you pledge to defend me from whatever you defend your own families from? The companion, Ibn Ma'rur, held the Prophet's hand and said, Yes, we swear by God who sent you as a prophet of the truth that we will defend you as we defend our own families. Then Abu Haytham interrupted, O Messenger of God, between the Jews of Medina and us, there are agreements which we would have to sever. If God grants you power and victory, should we expect that you leave us and return to your people of Quraysh? The Prophet smiled, No, Abu Haytham, that will never be. Your blood is my blood. In life and death, I will be with you and you with me. I will fight whom you fight and I will make peace with those whom you make peace with. Prophet Muhammad did not promise the companions victory, riches, or vast lands. Rather, he said, I am one of you, and you are of me. Why? Because Allah wants faith in the hereafter, not greed in this world. Had Muhammad promised them the spoils of their enemies, then what about a companion who dies before that happens? All the believers needed to know was that the Messenger of God was one of them, and that they were of Him. As such, they will enter paradise with Him, which is the ultimate goal. Likewise, 
When Jesus, peace be upon him, asked, Who will be my supporters toward God? He made the goal very clear, meeting God in paradise. The word supporter is translated from the Arabic origin masir, which is the person who lends aid, comfort, and power. Let's learn more about aid and victory from the Qur'an. God says, You who believe, if you help God, He will help you and make you stand firm. Chapter 47, verse 7 We are God's supporters when we follow His teachings, and God is our supporter against our enemies. Prophet Jesus' call, Who will be my supporters toward God, covers both meanings. It is as if Jesus said, Support me in implementing God's teachings in this corrupt society, and God will support you against your enemies. Allah has placed the key to paradise in your hands. If you fulfill your promise to Him, He will fulfill His promise to you. But you have to take the first step. The disciples said, We will be supporters of God. We believe in God. So be our witness that we submit to Him. The word disciples is translated from the Arabic origin al-hawariyun, derived from al-hur, which means the bright or the intensely white. That was the description of those whose faces shined of faith as if they were illuminated by light. It did not refer to fair complexion or the color of the skin. To this day, we use the common expression, when he walks in, he lights up the room. The believer's pure soul reflects light on his or her face. God says, Muhammad is the messenger of God. Those who follow him are harsh towards the disbelievers and compassionate towards each other. You see them kneeling and prostrating, seeking God's bounty and his good pleasure. On their faces, they bear the marks of their prostrations. This is how they are pictured in the Torah and the Gospel, like a seed that puts forth its shoot, becomes strong, grows thick, and rises on its stem to the delight of its sowers. So God infuriates the disbelievers through them. God promises forgiveness and a great reward to those who believe and do righteous deeds. Chapter 48, verse 29 When all the human organs, senses, and emotions are at peace with God, the face reflects tranquility and serenity. The disciples of our beloved Jesus were pure in faith and in harmony with God's creation, and their faces showed it. They also had clean white deeds, not tainted with corruption. Many actions in life require faith in the outcome, because without faith, people lose their way. But what is faith? Simply put, it is the heart's contentment with an issue. For example, if a traveler from Damascus to Baghdad did not believe that he was on the right road, he would stop and ask for directions. Likewise, if a student did not have faith that studying would give her a better life, she would quit school. Countless matters in this world are built on faith. The summit of faith is faith in Allah. It is the unshakable belief of the heart that God takes care of those who follow His teachings. And when the heart believes, the rest of the body follows. This is why the disciples said, We will be supporters of God. We believe in God, so be our witness that we submit to Him. Here you may ask, Why did the disciples ask Jesus to testify to their faith? 
we answer that the messenger must convey God's message to the people on the one hand and make sure that the believers implement them correctly on the other. God says, Strive in God's cause and purely for His sake in a manner worthy of that striving. He has chosen you and has not laid any hardship on you in the religion. This is the way of your father, Abraham. He named you Muslims previously and in this book so that the messenger may be a witness for you and that you may be a witness for people. So establish the prayer in conformity with its conditions, pay the prescribed purifying alms, and hold fast to God. He is your owner and guardian. How excellent a guardian and owner he is! How excellent a helper! Chapter 22, verse 78 The messenger said, My Lord, my people treat this Qur'an as something to be ignored. Chapter 25, verse 30 Do not abandon God's book. Please take a moment to subscribe and to share with your family and friends. Visit us at www.qur'angarden.com